This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, the Javante Williams train. Rolling, baby. It's rolling along. We're getting we're getting more and more people on there. Daniel Jeremiah uh, of NFL.com did a, uh, a live chat yesterday with uh, members of the, me- the yeah, NFL media um, and said that he is going to bump Javante Williams up ahead of Najee Harris in his yeah. rankings. Amazing. And he had him at 32 the last time in his in his latest rank. In keep his moving last up rankings. into the top 50 or whatever and keep moving up and keep moving up. Gaining steam. You sent me an article here by Thor Nystrom. Yeah, uh, World. Uh, from Roto World. He has Javante Williams as his number one running back. We saw, we spoke with uh, with Greg Hussell of NFL Films. Yeah, check that segment out. You'll check like that it, segment yeah. out. Uh, he has him ahead of Najee yeah, Harris. Everybody's on board now. Yeah, you made some good points before we started re- even recording today. Just about age and workload by itself. I mean, I think that's noteworthy. I mean, do you have their ages in front of you, the difference? Yeah, he's two. Javante Williams is two years younger. That's huge. Two years younger. Years, that's like, you know, that's, that's a big deal. Yeah, so here's the thing with Harris. He's already turned 23. Mm-hmm. Um, a little surprising he went back to school last year. Yeah, Javante Williams has not even turned 21 yet. Wow, he'll turn 21 uh, soon after the draft. But mm-hmm. but you're getting a 21 year old running back, who by the way, had I believe right around 400 career touches right at, at, at North Carolina, whereas Harris had almost 300 touches last year alone. He's got a whole year's worth more of touches. He basically. and he and Travis Etienne Etienne actually has more touches in his no college career. Kind of shocking They're back, both yeah. almost at 900 for their career. That's a lot. Lot. And Williams has ha- less than half of less that. Less than half that, and part of it's because Michael Carter was there. Right, that's that's where he benefited. I'm sure, you know, but if it's he, not like Bama doesn't have other talented right. backs. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. Yeah, right. But and I get it. Harris was good enough that he got carries along with mm-hmm, those backs. Mm-hmm. But then this year was the guy. Was the guy? Right. Yeah. ATM was the guy the entire right, time right. he was at. No question. Yeah, Clemson. One's just younger than the other. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's a big deal. When and then he turned on the tape. And then you turn on tape, and it's a good conversation which one you like. Again, check out the conversation we have with Greg about that. I think both are developing receivers. Um, neither is a super home run hitter, but I think Williams is probably faster. Yeah, that's the one thing that the, the Thor, in the Thor Nystrom piece. Mm-hmm. He thinks, and he watches a lot of tape. Oh, he does. He, does he thinks really that job. Javante Williams will run in the low 4.5s. Okay. He thinks that Harris is more of a four, high 4.5s, 4.6 guy. Yeah, now, that's not much. No, but it's something. But it's something. It's yeah, ATN will be in the four four somewhere. Yeah, yeah. If you're fast. looking for that kind of guy, but I don't think ATN to me, I, he's not even in the conversation for me. Like not we, at we've done the we've done the triple takes yes. uh, on Steelers.com, and I had, at the time 
I had Harris as my number one back, and I had Javante Williams as my number two with mm-hmm. ATM behind those two guys. Because I think if I'm looking for an every down back, the conversation ends or starts and ends with those two ty- those two players, Harris and right. Williams. They're almost a different position. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not sure. I can't think of a good team off the top of my head. But if you had a, a four-net-like grinder, you yeah. know, and you want to compliment to him. Like the Bears. Uh, yeah, that's a good, good, real good example, you know. And Kamara is the ultimate example of that because he gets a ton of carries or an Eckler. Um, I think ATN's great for you. If you just right. want another weapon to add to the mix, great. You know, but if you want what the Steelers need or traditionally have looked for at the position of we want to hand this guy a, a, the ball a lot and maybe we don't keep him on a second contract, we want an every-down workhorse guy, those are the two. Those are the two, and, yeah. and, and honestly – there are some other guys in this draft that you look at and go, okay, he could be. They, they are guys who could come in and contribute and be part sure, a piece Trey of the. Or, they you know, could right, be a right. piece of the puzzle, without question. But they're not the whole answer to the puzzle. They're that's not the, the thing. Is yeah. that's always my Benny. You, Snow they're not the oh, turn to turn to the crossword puzzle. Turn to page eighty-two for the answers. <laughs> and there it is. Those two Paris guys are the answers. Really, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's always my Benny Snell conversation. Like, I think he can handle it. I just don't want him touching the ball that much. Yeah. Because then somebody better isn't. Right. Know, yeah. If, if, offense, if I right. got to give him carries, that mean if I'm getting him carries, that means the guy who should be getting the ball isn't getting it. Mm-hmm. Like I want to give the ball 20 times to Javante Williams. Sure. And I'm sure there's some guys on Thor's list. I'm actually going to read it after we're done here. That are third, fourth round players that are interesting. Um, you know, the kid from V Tech we haven't talked about. There was guys like that. Yeah. But well, he has some comparisons here. So uh, let's, okay, let's, let's, let's do, roll let's down do through do the comparisons. Yeah. So his comparison. Uh, for Javante Williams is Nick Chubb. That's pretty good. That's a good. That's a good comparison. I bet William. Uh, I'm not saying he's a better runner than Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb's the best runner in the league, to be very honest with you. But I bet he's a better receiver, than Nick Chubb, from day one. Yeah. And he's not great in that department, but getting better. The, the other Both thing is the other thing that he does really well pass is pass protection. Yep. Yeah, he, he puts really guys does. on their butts. Yeah, he loves it. And he's good <laughs> at it. It's pretty rare. He runs through their soul on those. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> Coaches love that. Uh, Najee Harris, he compares to Steven Jackson. I like that comparison. I've heard Matt Forte a lot, and I don't see Matt Forte. I don't see him. Forte was more of a finesse player. Yeah, I think think Jackson's a really good comparison. Yeah. And you'd be really happy with Steven Jackson. Yeah. Now, the difference to me between those two guys, though, is that – and Chubb's very young in his career. Of course, of course. But Steven Jackson was very good for about a three- or four-year period Mm -hmm. and then fizzled out. When he lost it, he lost it. He did. Um, geez, I'm, we actually played. And that against happens him against big. Game. That happens with big backs. It does. And one thing about Jackson's career, which is sort of true for Harris, but really stood out with Jackson, when he got tackled, it was like a train wreck. It was yeah. just limbs and stuff and snot, <laughs> you know, every which way. I mean, he didn't. You know, some guys can take a hit well and, and graze off people. I mean, he got hit and it was in shambles. Yeah. Uh, the comparison, and he has Travis Atn third. Okay. Uh, his his comp for Atn is Reggie Bush. Not bad. I, I often hear Jamal Charles. Yeah. And all those are comparable. I don't know. I mean, he's not as fast as Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles was. Bush was pretty fast too. Yeah, but I think Jamal Charles was at another level. Yeah. Fast. Like I mean, he was. And Jamal Charles leads the league. He in, was Usain Bolt running with the ball. Right. I mean, he got a crease. I think he has the most yards per carry Yeah, he ever He has five yards a carry in his career. Maybe even more. Yeah. yeah I mean, so, now I hear you. Uh, mixed feelings on ATN as a receiver. He's he's getting there, but I think Bush was a great receiver. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Like if Bush came out now, he'd have a lot of catches. Uh, he, has not, he has Michael Carter 
number four. This is why Javante Williams didn't get the ball mm-hmm. three, play. 300 times. His teammate was really good, too. I know you and I both had him fourth as well Yeah, a triple take. I think Mike did as well. Uh, his comp is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Hmm. I think he's a little better than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think Edwards-Hilaire is a little better at breaking tackles. Yeah. And a little more bowling ball-ish. But... Carter has Carter way more breakaway dangerous. speed. He's yeah. more dangerous. Like Edward yeah. Solaire is like Michael Carter will break off long runs in the NFL. Yes. Edward Solaire was won't do that as much. A player I love that I've heard the comps with with Carter is Eckler. Mm-hmm. That's richer than it sounds. I think Eckler's a great player. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's the best of those three. Yeah. And so again, you'd be happy if you got any one of the if you're in that neighborhood. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but, but you I, don't want to give him the ball 30 times. Right. But you, yeah, exactly. You're right, not giving right. ATN or, or, or Carter the ball. Mm-hmm. They're not your primary you know, back. They're a piece of the puzzle. And, boy, AT, or Carter and Williams have really benefited from each other. Yeah. You know, they're going to make more money because both those guys exist. Right. Uh, his fifth guy is Ramonde Stevenson from Oklahoma. Five's work, it's hard. His comp for him is Eddie Lacy. Which isn't bad. I mean, it's a drop off after four. Right. It's a drop off after three. It's a drop off after four. Yeah. I mean, Lacey has. I mean, he was a second round pick that had success, and I remember. Got I, too I heavy. still remember the people who. Oh, I can't believe the Steelers passed on oh, Eddie Lacey yeah. to take le- this Le'Veon Bell guy. Right. Right. And that was the entire the entire first year you heard that. Right. Um, boy, yeah, Eddie Lacey's tearing it up. But, okay. Mm-hmm. He did it for a year. And got too heavy, and he yeah. had some injuries, too. And those kind of guys, I mean, if that's what you want, if you want to draft a, a running back and then two years from now have to draft another one because you used this guy up. Right, right. And he's not as much of a receiver. He's not going to give you anything receiving. No. You're going to have to – so you're going to need a third down back, you know. I don't dislike Stevenson, though. No, I don't either, I mean, but he's not your – he's not your – That doesn't mean he's going to be fat and lazy. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> because Eddie Lacy was. Right, you know. And, and maybe you give him 250 carries and you're happy with that. Yeah. But he's not going to catch the ball, and you need to be able to catch the ball a little bit in today's game. Bill Cowher would like Stevenson. Yeah. You know, and times have changed. Um, his number f- six guy is Trey Sermon. Mm-hmm. This is a rich comparison to me for Trey Sermon. He's got Marshawn Lynch as his comparison. That's very rich. I think Lynch might go to the Hall of Fame someday. Yeah. I don't see him as a pinball like Lynch. No. I mean, Sermon's good. I like all the other comparisons. I don't like this one. I mean, he's six foot, two hundred thirteen pounds. Marshawn Lynch was a bowling ball. Like, Marshawn Lynch tough. had those really wide base feet yeah. too, and got even lower because of it, and bounced off people. And I think Sermon's a fine player. Um, uh, I don't see that one. Yeah, I don't see that one at all. Uh, his number seven running back was Kenneth Gainwell out of Memphis. I like uh, him a lot. Yeah, off of the Steelers. His comp is, is um, Raheem Mostert. And that's why you don't like mm. him for the Steelers because he's a breakaway guy. But what have we what have we seen with Mostert? Is he can't stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. Yeah, I think Gamewell's a better receiver than Mostert. Mostert's a pure Shanahan zone. Put your foot in the yeah. ground and then give go me a crease. miles yeah. an hour. And you take a lot of hits that way too because he's very straight lineish. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get out of the way so much. Um, I think Gamewell's a little more slippery. Yeah, Mostert's a good player though. How about this comp for Demetric Felton? And some people are looking at him as a running back. Some people are looking at him as a wide receiver. Yeah, he's, he's pretty much as a he's exclusive five, receiver. He's 5'9", 189 pounds. The comp is Randall Cobb. Okay. I mean, Cobb was a option quarterback. Right. Carried the ball a lot. I think Felton's a – I'd rather hand the ball to Felton in a traditional ma- manner. I mean, he had success doing that. Felton's a good player. Yeah. There's a lot of those in this draft, I think, though. I think if I remember receiver. correctly, Cobb was a third-round pick. He was. Yeah. He was, Yeah. 
Um, his ninth running back is a guy we've talked about, uh, Khalil Herbert out of uh, Virginia Tech. He's kind of intriguing to me. Five nine two zero four, so not the biggest back, mm-hmm. but his comp is Alandis Gary. Hmm. That doesn't make you do cartwheels. But yeah, yeah, quick one, a one cut runner. Yeah, you know, get it up top, the field. Yeah, so it's blocked a little more. You know, Gary wasn't bad. Um, he just didn't have a long career. This goes back to our conversation we've had a million times. Like, I don't want to take him in the fourth round. Yeah, and that's your back you add. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not this sure is just not the year better, to do that. Right? And I don't think he's a bad player. For some teams, he'd be fine in the fourth round, but not the Steelers. Yeah, if you're if you're looking for a, a complimentary back or a number two back, mm-hmm. that's right. fine. Yeah, yeah. But not this team. This right. team's looking for a lead runner. They need a guy to carry the ball a lot. Uh, his number ten is Spencer Brown out of UAB. Five eleven, two twenty eight. The comparison is AJ Dillon. I don't know Spencer Brown. I'm interested with that one. Yeah, it's a big back. He says he's a wrecking ball. Um, okay, you know that kind of running. I mean, five eleven, two twenty eight. It's a big. Yeah, it's a big. That's dude. a big back in today's game. Oh yeah, that absolutely is. Over yeah. two twenty is big. Uh, at number eleven, Chuba Hubbard. I mixed feelings about him. I don't think he's a good fit here, but yeah. I think he's being slept on a little. His comp, his comp for him is Tevin Coleman. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. He's fast. Again, a piece of the puzzle, but not... No, right, right, right. Not the whole answer. He made a big mistake going back to school last year. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where he would have fallen, though, in that in that running back. Not class. with the top group. Yeah. But he would have been at the, the seventh back taken, or sixth or something. Yeah. Right now it would be the eighth or ninth, tenth, you know. Uh, at 12, he has Elijah Mitchell out of Louisiana. Okay. I like him a little bit. His yeah, comp, his comp, about him. comp for him is Royce Freeman. I think he's... Better than hmm. Royce Freeman. Freeman was a third, I think, though. Yeah. Never really worked out, but caught the ball pretty well for a bigger back, Freeman. Interesting. He's tough, though. He is. He runs hard. He does. Uh, 13, he has Jamar Jefferson out of Oregon State. I like Jefferson a little bit, too. Yeah, his comp on him is uh, Ronald Jones. Hmm. I think he's bigger than Ronald Jones. Yeah. I think Ronald Jones is more breakaway speed, but maybe I'm wrong on that. Uh, 14, he has JV and Hawkins out of Louisville. Five nine one seventy nine. That's a tough. He's yeah. That's, that's a, tough a tough sell. Tough one. Um, the comp on him is Noel Devine. Wow. Okay. And Noel Devine didn't make it in no, the NFL. Right. That's not, <laughs> that's not a great comp. All, right. <laughs> I mean, he's a fun guy to watch, but man, uh, he, that guy's hard to use. Yeah. And he's not as good a receiver as Felton. Little or, guys take know. big hits. Yeah. He takes big <laughs> hits. He's not special enough for me. Uh, Fifteen. He has uh, Jarrett Patterson of Buffalo. All really five, productive. Five nine, one hundred ninety-five pounds. I mean, his comp is Devin Singletary, stick, sticking in Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Not the biggest, not the fastest. Probably won't test great. Got the job done. I'm not a Singletary fan either. No. Uh, how about this one for sixteen? Is Puka Williams, who's five ten, one seventy. You want to talk about yeah, little guys? Right. His comp is Dexter McCluster. Wow. That's the. Uh, At least he played in the league for a while. He did. <laughs> Coach Haley had a stretch there going back to Kansas City of trying to find those guys. Yeah. That's hard to transition the NFL that way. Puka Williams cut off a bunch of toes off his foot. Yes. The lawnmower. And high school coach didn't know it for like two years. Yeah. He was just like stuffing extra sock in there or something. Tough guy. Tough guy. Yeah. Uh, 17, he is uh, Killen Hill uh, out of uh, Mississippi State. Highly recruited. Yeah. From what I understand. And And the comp is Amir Abdullah. Hmm. Could be worse. I mean, people got high hopes for Abdullah coming into the league. Yeah. He hadn't quite met Meech. He had some injury issues. And, yeah. He's still in the league, though. He's still in the league. Yeah. Uh, 18, he has Larry Roundtree out of Missouri. Okay. The comp is Keyshawn Vaughn. Hmm. Keyshawn Vaughn's another one that's a, 
a fourth round number two. You know what I mean? Yeah. His best of the rest, uh, Trey Regas out of Louisiana. So Louisiana, I don't know him. Louisiana had two backs. Yeah, yeah. He's 5'11", 227. They had two big, wow, two big backs. Wow, they pound you. Yeah. Uh, 20 is Chris Evans. He's kind of an interesting guy. He opted out. He's another highly recruited. Yeah. Right. Some people thought he was impressive at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. I think he has some off-field that needs checked out. But he might be somebody in the league that if someone's going to be this year's Robinson from Jacksonville, it might he could be, be the him. guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, lucks into some carries, and then you don't get him off the field. Yeah, highly talented guy who, yeah. you know, just didn't play as much. His path didn't go the way he Kind of like, uh, what's his face from Houston? Who am I thinking of here from the Texans back in the day? Uh, from, Ten- uh, from Tennessee. From Tennessee. Arian yeah. Foster. Arian Foster. That right, guy. right. I guess he was kind of an Highly touted guy yeah. that you know. didn't have the easiest path. Uh, Jaquan Hardy from Tiffin. That's the first time I've Ooh, heard that name. I, I got from either. Tiffin at 22. Okay. What's his size? 5'9", uh, 225. Wow. That's an odd <laughs> dimension. Yeah. That's a big dude. Uh, oh, I forgot. Rakeem Boyd uh, from Arkansas at 21. Hardy was at 22. Uh, 23, Vavave Malapea. I don't know him either. Yeah, I don't know him. He's from USC. Hmm, okay. um, wonder if he's even their top guy. At 24, J- J- Jermaine Martin out of North Carolina A&T. A&T. We're going to be digging deep here. Yeah, 5'9", 220. Uh, 25, Brendan Knox out of Marshall. Uh, 26, C.J. Maribel out of Coastal Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, 27, Deion Jackson out of Duke. 28, Asim Rose out of Kentucky. Uh, 29, Stevie Scott out of Indiana. And 30, Josh Johnson out of Louisiana Monroe. I'd say there's about 10 of those guys I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're digging deep there. If you, let's say you use 24 or trade, whatever, use your first pick on Williams or Harris. Are you in the market or at least open to the idea of a seventh round sure. back as well? Yeah. You know, that might push Snell off the yeah, roster you, or Samuel. Uh, or, you know. I mean, I think if you push Samuel off the roster. I don't roster, know that he's going to make the roster no matter <laughs> yeah. what. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I think I think Snell makes your roster next mm-hmm. year, at the very least, because he's a special teams guy. But Samuels, to me, isn't guaranteed of anything. I would bet he doesn't make it as we sit today. Yeah. I mean, he's, pretty nice his his contract, he's, he goes up to like $800,000 this year. Yeah, no thanks. You, you, right. you can save 300000 just by going with a rookie. It wouldn't break my heart, and I bet Matt Canada would be on board with Obviously, Felton or Carter won't be there. Yeah. But a six a or seventh Williams. round pick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the 185-pound, four four five yeah. elusive guy that doesn't get many touches. Hand it to you on a jet sweep, and you know yeah. what to do with it. Just add him know. to the equation as well. Yeah, put your foot I, in the ground and go. Returner. Maybe he uh, fights with, uh, what's his face, who they signed today, the receiver. Um, Ray Ray McLeod. Ray Ray McLeod for a yeah. roster spot. Or they both can make it in this offense. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, again, another guy with uh, that'd be Thor Nystrom from uh, Roto World that has uh, has my boy Javante Williams at the top of his yeah. rankings. I, I'm I'm now getting talked into moving him above Harris. I've I'm talked my I've way. talked myself into that just because of the age, the age thing, in the, is, in the carries. Yeah, I'm leaning that way as well. Just for what's he going to give me two three years from now compared to Harris. Yeah, if I'm going to use a first or second round pick on a back, I want more than two good years out of him. I want mm-hmm. an I extended want to get a full yeah. contract plus as we talked about in a different segment that fifth year option is pretty favorable too. And then if you get five good years out of him, you get five and, back, and there's a difference. I mean, John Javante Williams at the end of his fifth year is still going to be 26. Mhm. Whereas Harris is going to be twenty eight, going you know. I mean, I don't know how he gets a second contract. Yeah, you can't you can't do it. But you can you, do it. you can at least have the conversation about Javante Williams. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah, right. At least it's a conversation. And he's in his prime when that point comes. Yeah. You know, or, or maybe just past and it. And that's a nice problem to have. Like, it okay, is. do we, you know, we're, you know. And all these things factor in for the next quarterback, too. Yeah. Um, and again, the thing you have to remind yourself when you watch him on tape is that everything that he did this year and last year, he was 19 and 20 years old. Yeah, right. Like I we mean, talk about that a lot when we watch Penny Sewell. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? He's, like, not even a, he's not even a full-grown man yet. Right. Like, These guys will get bigger, stronger, maybe faster, you know, just naturally. And, boy, he has the attitude you want. Where I'm not sure Harris is going to get – he might be at a ceiling physically. A, a lot of the Alabama guys seem to – that's where they're – I mean, they seem to be – you don't – they also get beat up in practice. You don't see as much upside potential with those guys. I mean, Some of them get used up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to get on the field. Practices are a little harder. You know I mean? Maybe you play, play, through, play through some stuff that you might not have played through. You know, if you oh, know, if absolutely. If you're somewhere else, well, if I leave the field, I might not get back on. Play a couple extra games every year, you know, against the best competition in the league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a hard road. Um, yeah, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this continues to evolve there. But uh, expect uh, Daniel Jeremiah – to have Javante Williams is it like I've been asked to be a trend. I, I did my chat yesterday, and a lot of people start began to ask me, "Would you take Javante Williams at 24?" Yes, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're 100 percent on board there. I'm very strongly on board there. Yeah, I, I think I would right now. I mean, the need I think is he'll so great. The need's great. He fits and as what we, you know, we just talk, I mean, we talked with Greg Cosell in an earlier segment today, and as he said, there the back makes the line. Yeah, I mean that's a more of an old adage, but I not the other way around. I really you can do it the other way around. You can do it, but it takes around. longer to build that. I'm not excusing the Steelers' offensive line over the last two years, but I really think if you would have had a high quality back, the running game would have been dramatically different. Yeah, put Nick Chubb in that Steelers' backfield in, right. 20, in 2020 or this year. They right? well 2020. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. They beat the Browns. Oh, probably, yeah. I'd give him a good shot to beat the Bills. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, the other aspect of it that we don't talk about enough is an already great defense then plays a minute and a half less of snaps, yeah. maybe game. five fewer snaps a game. Right, right, right. And you have one less. And Roethlisberger throws, or, you know, ten fewer passes a game. Yeah, right, you know, right, right. I mean, it which has is a what you want. Positive ripple effect. Yeah, right, without question. So uh, interesting. We'll continue to keep an eye on this as it continues as this draft continues to evolve and. Man, it's like different it. this year without uh, the combine and all that. We may have already come to this conclusion had we been at the combine. We might, we might. I mean, we would know. Okay, this guy, maybe Najee Harris. Oh, he's a four-six-five guy. Okay. And I gotta admit, I mean, not having the combine numbers, it's not like I'm gonna be skeptical of heights and weights at pro right. days. Right. That's well, but, that's the big thing. But I, I'm, I won't put as much stock in pro days. Especially when you when you start looking at offensive linemen. Okay, how long, how long are his arms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that kind of stuff. And I just like seeing them all together too. Well, that helped. Yeah, you get to see everybody on the same. That's why a Senior Bowl, you know, was, oh, was yeah, nice. Oh, a lot of value. You, you get to see those guys, guys standing next to each other, yeah. throwing at the same the same receivers, doing all that kind of stuff. Without question. But uh, that's gonna do Fun. it for uh, this uh, this segment. Uh, so for my partner Matt Williamson. For Jacob Recht here on site, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.